Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art. Or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art. This podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Living Martial Arts. Hi, hello everyone. Once again, uh, you're back with the uh, the Dark Master on the Living Martial Arts podcast. Uh, we have uh, again our fantastic part two with Mr. Tony Stokes, uh, who has much much experience in, in martial arts, not just one but many martial arts, and has also uh, travelled to different parts of the world to pursue uh, his martial arts passion and martial arts journey. So, once again, uh, Tony, how are you doing? Hi, Ray. How are you doing? Thanks for having me back. No worries. You're very, very welcome. Enjoyed our first chat, so it'd be nice to uh, to do this again, and perhaps uh, um, I'm sure cover some some of the other ground that we covered before, but some new ground uh, as well. Um, you know, what one thing I I like to uh, say to my students is that you know us martial artists, martial arts teachers, we're actually just normal people. You know, and um, uh, what one one thing that I, I mentioned in my I sort of try and get through in my classes is some of the other things that I do, which I know helps me with my martial arts, but maybe sometimes takes me away from that actually. So I always like to find out what, what martial artists do when they're not doing martial arts. And I know that, um, you know, you, you, you said that, uh, you know, you're doing a, a degree at the moment um, and um, you know, well, first of all, how, how's that going? Yeah, it's going okay. Not bad. Yeah, good, good. It's, 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 it's quite, you know, it's a big workload, but it's, it's all going well. Yeah, yeah, quite, quite intense. Anything else, anything else that you that, that you do that's not uh, in the martial arts side of things? I mean, I read a lot, you know. Um, yeah. I think uh, just filling, filling out the hard drive with good data is yes. important. It's people go on about they're obsessed with food, they're obsessed with training. But it's your your mind does change the same way that your body does, depending on what you put inside of it. Yes. And there's a lot of studies to show that, you know, like it's true the way you think and the way that what you what you put in what you absorb with yeah. this this gelatinous sort of to tofu consistent shaped sort of thing that is is encased. There's a reason it's encased in that thick cranium. You know, yes. <laughs> it needs to be protected because it tells everything else what to do. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I fill it with good data, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you were saying, you don't really watch telly. I mean, that's that's good. Um, but at the same time, it, for me, I'm very specific about what I put in there. So mm. I will watch certain things on telly. I, I'm into podcasts. I, Tim Ferriss is a good one to look up. Yeah. Sam Harris, you know. Of course, Joe Rogan. Um, 
these are all people that are staples for me that I, these are go-tos. Jordan Peterson's another one, which. Oh, that's great. Jordan Peterson. He's, he's, he's controversial, but I like him. I, I don't know. Um, do, do, do you think he is? I, I, I don't find him controversial. Maybe it's just me, but, um, you know, I've, I've got his, read his book, uh, 12 Rules for Life. Yeah, that's and, good. Um, and um, I, 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 I love what he says. I, I don't find I, any of it controversial. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a clinical psychologist, and it's like it, it, sometimes, uh, you know, neuro, neuro um, scientists have an issue with him, or different, you know, strands of philosophy, or other scholars or academics to sort of say, well, actually, you're just, you know, that's generalization. And then you have obviously the woke left that will. Uh, did you see that interview? Is it Tracy Newman? Yes, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous <laughs> <I've got>, one. <laughs> A friend who's a journalist, he's good friends with her, and she was like, she was having a bad day. I'm like, no, she wasn't. She was being a, she was being, <laughs> yeah. a, a, a you know what, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just, he just buried her, didn't he? Yeah, uh, I love watching that interview. But it is, it, yeah, when he's on form, he's he's fantastic, and I'm I I do enjoy listening to him. Um, sometimes when the media get hold of someone like that, who is an academic. They, they they can stray into maybe other realms that are not familiar sure. but um overall yeah i love his stuff you know um yeah. and i would strongly recommend people listen to people like put good stuff in and you get good stuff coming out of your mouth you know like sam harris is another one which um he's a philosopher he's a phd for in philosophy and he's just he's fantastic he just you know just mind mapping and you know, it really teaches you how to think, how to talk, how to yeah. just how to structure the way you, you know, think about about anything really. You know, yeah. um, I mean, other things I do. I mean, I apart from training myself most of the time, um, yeah, just yeah. you know, gen- general, yeah, general general hobbies are, f- are mostly focused around sort of knowledge and information really yeah well i, I don't think that's a bad thing i mean I, i'm very very similar to myself I, I love to read and um you know d- different different types of books i like to, like to read biographies and um uh, find out about people and how they tick uh and uh what makes them tick and um yeah i, I find that very very interesting because usually when you dig deep um you know you find a, a very very different person to what you think uh, you see I'm actually reading. Uh, I know he's he's been in the news a lot lately, but I'm reading um, uh, Billy Connolly's book. Okay, uh, which, <laughs> which, uh, that's again, interesting. An in- interesting, interesting uh, pers- person from my youth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. The uh, the trow the trouser sketch. Uh, yes. Remember when, he, on, when he's on stage with the, yes. when he's waddling, <laughs> fill up with water. He, yeah, he's interesting because I was in Bristol not long ago and. Um, He's actually he's got a, there's there's a gallery there that actually shows his work. Yes, and he does sculpture. Yeah, um, and it's because he's now he's um, is it Alzheimer's? No, it's um, Parkinson's, isn't it? Parkinson's. It's Parkinson's. Yeah, and he's he's done this artwork that is kind yeah. of reflecting the way his mind's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really quite interesting. See, sort of silver, sort of chrome figures. 
Yeah. That sort of you know, if you Google it, you'll you'll see what he's doing. Yeah. But yeah, I went to see that, and that was quite interesting. You know, galleries. Yeah, I'm an avid gallery. I mean, I did a degree. My degree was in, you know, design and art history. So, okay, that's something that I I did that in my thirties. Yeah, yeah. Um, creative writing is what I'm doing now. So yeah, I mean, I've always been interested in in the arts and humanities. So, yeah, yeah. you know, galleries is a good staple for anyone just to. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at art, you can see the way people think. Yes. You know what I mean? It's it's the, every, every every single thing that's done well will teach you a reflection of the way that person's thinking and feeling. Sure. And um, that's it's the same. You know, you're talking about martial arts. So every time I look at something that I'm reading, or I'm or when I look at something like that, I, I'm you know, it's all about what it what that person's thinking. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, I, I guess, I guess, um, as you say, you know, art, music, you know, very sort of similar, trying to uh, reflect back what, what, uh, what that person was, their thought process at the time, you know, particularly with, um, I find that with, with music, with the music that I, that I listen to. Um, yeah, and it, it, it sheds light on what other things that you're doing. So, yeah. like, you know, in your training process, you could read something that's totally unrelated to martial arts or training. But yet, because of the way that person's put it or the way that they've the way that they've worded it, you can then apply it to something that you're teaching. Yeah. And that's the that's the beauty of knowledge, is that you can have a system that's totally unrelated to the, to what you're doing. Yeah. But because of the way they approach the information or the research or the, their perspective, you know, their reflection of that. Yeah. you can then apply it to what you're doing and that that all feeds back into what we were talking about before with yeah. you know systems like Jeet Kune Do, which were really systems of thought as opposed to just about fighting people you know yeah, yeah. um and that, that's high level stuff because you know Jordan Peterson talks about that sort of thing with Joe Rogan doesn't he you know um, so yeah it's great just having other perspectives on things and you need that when you get older as well because it's you need to you need to feed the hard drive, you know. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But uh, I don't think enough people do, unfortunately. But, uh, but there we go. Um, yeah. <clears throat> just uh, on a similar sort of theme, you know, what you put in what is what you get out. You know, as I say, uh, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Um, and uh, just just going back to sort of um, food or uh, diet protocols. Yeah. You know, do, do you have any particular sort of uh thing that you follow uh, i think those that have been listening to this podcast will know that my diet tends to be very uh, animal based these days I, I have gone down the i did go down the vegetarian route for, for yeah. some time uh, it didn't seem to suit me uh, certainly with my current regime um i feel strong i feel fit feel yeah. healthy my digestion is good so yeah. certainly that seems to suit me so i, I don't know if there's anything sure. that that uh, or you know the, the way that you think about your uh, diet regimes yeah that's what joe rogan's doing isn't he He went to a totally meat carnival based diet for a while and he found it helped him yes um when i was when i was in thailand the monks there don't eat after midday or they shouldn't do if they're practicing buddhists real monks yeah yeah and that was interesting to see that because now we know that is intermittent fasting yeah 
which a lot of people are now applying it it does you know it does work yeah. if you do well, it myself, the right myself way. included yeah myself included yeah well, time, time restricted eating i use so yeah same thing there are different types of fasting obviously they do it in india as well and the yeah. middle east with ramadan and things and um in all those ancient cultures they all fasted so to me that's an indicator that there's something going on there yeah. and there's been a lot of studies showing that it does it, you know people say about detox it's more it's more than that it, there's a certain thing that does it regulates you know um uh, circadian rhythms when you yes. sleep in the brain and stuff like that yeah. so it helps it helps with a lot of stuff and obviously the monks would do it to keep their mind clear for meditation mm. so when i was there and i would visit the monk in the province that i was living in i went to see him for a year um they're good they help you get over trauma as well there's a certain thing that I went through he was helping me with and I was going to see him and he would stop eating at midday. And then they would chant for about three hours and it would, it would clear their mind for that, for that time period. Mm. Um, and it worked, it does work yeah. because your body isn't processing anything. So the intermittent fasting is definitely something I would, it's been, people have been doing it for thousands of years and it seems to, it seems to work um yeah, the wim hof breathing is, is yeah. a good system again yeah. they do it in tai chi and you know uh, qigong yeah. um yeah i mean uh, trying to think what else i mean i've i've gone through periods of i did juicing for a while yeah, you know the, the 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 raw diet um yeah. testing that out i think that can work but again intermittently yeah um yeah, definitely. I, I I did juicing for for a while. <clears throat> I, I found it. I did find it beneficial at first, but after a while, it seemed to um, my digestion didn't work as well as it as I thought it should be working. I, I mean, my just digestion on a, on a meat uh, animal based diet has been really really good. Yeah, know, I don't get a lot of gas, and um, does, you know, food doesn't repeat on me. And um, you know, I, I often think, well. You know, if I, if I look at myself, then, you know, my parents were from Jamaica and uh, all Jamaicans are Africans. Um, so, you know, and they haven't been in Jamaica that long. So prior to that in Africa, you know, my, my uh, ancestry from Africa, you know, just a few hundred years ago. So, you know, my, my ancestors were definitely not eating, um, you know, pasta and um, uh, sweet potato chips. <laughs> yeah, thousands of years of evolution. Now yeah. it's just like have, have McDonald's and pizza. You'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. So uh, you know, my <laughs> my my sort of uh, metabolism is going to be very much uh, you know as the uh, yeah. And obviously, Africa's a big Africa's a big place. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I, I think I, I did actually do a DNA test many years ago. Okay. They traced my ancestry back to uh, West Africa uh, and the Bantu tribes. Cool. And wow. um, so, yeah, you know, I try, try and eat a little bit more traditionally, let's say that. I, what was interesting, when I was in Asia, I noticed the way that they would eat. Food, food is central to everything in, in Thai culture. As soon as they meet you, they would say, Ging Kao Liang, which means, have you eaten yet? Um, that's what they would always say. Yeah. If you were... Even walking down the road and you would see Thai people, they would flag you down and they would invite you to eat with them, you know. Mm. 
um that sort of tribal sort of mentality still like community still exists there and every time they sit down to eat there would always be it's the perfect balance you'd have the protein you'd have the carbohydrate and then you would have lots of leafy green vegetables and what they would do is the same in vietnam in cambodia and Laos. you place the meat inside the leaf and you, it's like a yeah like you would sushi you'd eat it whole yeah, yeah always leafy green vegetables yeah fresh food sit on the floor eat it together yeah you've got there's been studies proven that if you've got good morale and you're relaxed you digest food quicker and better yeah they talk they socialize they don't eat on their own you know, when you sit down for a meal, they would always give you two glasses, which is quite sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what, why are you eating on your own? Are you crazy? You know, <laughs> so they, they, it's a mindset as well, which comes from a traditional way of thinking. Yeah. Um, but is, isn't that so, it, sorry to sorry to stop you there? I'll come back to that. But but do you not yeah. think do you not think that tr- traditionally? Because do you know exactly the same thing happens in Jamaica? And you're right. If you, if you if you if you go if you go to someone's house, so I always remember when I, when I was uh, growing up as a kid, uh, my mum would visit in-laws, uh, sort um, you know cousins, whatever. She said, "Oh, and I need to visit Auntie Suss and such, and I've got nothing to take her." Um, but you know, she'd get some food or or some or some um, uh, I don't know, even apples or oranges, and just say, "Oh, yeah. here I brought this for you." And it yeah. was always always traditional to bring food. Um, because right. in, in Jamaica, though they didn't have any money, they always had food. That's um, right. Food they they were self-sufficient. Around, yeah, or fruit or whatever. And when I went to Jamaica for the first time, man, I tell you what, every house, come on, sit down and have some food. Have some food. Yeah, come on, you must eat. And my mum my used to say, my, I used to say to my mum, I'm not hungry. She said, oh, just eat a little bit. You know, it's yeah. rude It's rude not to. Yeah, um, that's right. And, and that was it. So I, I think that that should sort of tradition, more traditional um societies of family unit and and you never did it on your own it was always together always together right community sorry i stopped you there carry on no that's good what i find yeah like in in asia they have like a a collective culture whereas in the west we've developed what could be interpreted as a singular culture yes so we do things on our own we go by ourselves we sit by ourselves we there's a there's this there's a sense of community there which i sort of miss and i do did enjoy and it's the same in a lot of developing countries especially in the villages mm. you feel a part of something and i think that affects it's good for the, your mental state of health yeah. and when you're eating in that environment it changes the way you digest food and the way you think about food it's not just about eating it's an exchange of information right yes yeah um and just the the fact that nothing's frozen the fact that everything's organic the fact that they 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 specialize in superfoods in thailand you know you go you get the, the baby coconut you mm. cut the top off you drink yeah. the, the yeah. juice um anyone who's trained there you see them all doing it just yeah. down in these coconuts and um you know things like seaweed and kale and yeah. all these things are just normal yeah um you know, there's you know the coconut oil, uh, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's just seen as a as a normal everyday food. Mm. Um, the the irony is now because of the West, they think that McDonald's and Pizza Hut is for posh people, for rich people that can afford it. And you're there going, no, you have you have a coconut tree in your garden. Do you realise how, how, how yeah. if I get that from Waitrose, it costs me a fortune. 
yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, in terms of like supplements, um, there's a really good thing that I take, which people might find helpful called activated charcoal. Oh yeah, I, t- I take it myself actually. Yeah, and that's that's really good. They use it for people that get poisoned, don't they? And it, yeah. it, it attracts a negative ions in the body yeah. that's really good activate charcoal it's yeah. um something i picked up in asia yeah. and it's uh that's pretty good with intermittent fasting if you helps yeah. with detoxing but it's generally a cleanser yeah it's, it's good I've, I've i've been taking it for years actually activated charcoal and um once once again uh made a massive difference to uh well it seemed to make a massive difference to my my system anyway um which is why i still take it to this day and um yeah so I, I, I'll definitely recommend anybody listening to this is to look into that because. That well, do you know anything about uh, about uh, nootropics? Right yes, now? yes. Well, when I say no about it, um, I, funny enough, myself and uh, Adam Adam Woodhouse, maybe you'll be listening to this. Uh, we, we discussed it a, a couple of years ago. We both started. Um, looking Hello, Adam. And, Hello. And actually taking some. Um, and I found I was I've, I was taking some for um, nootropics, trying to take a, a stack for uh, for sleep, basically. Yeah. And uh, it worked. It worked uh, quite well for about four weeks, and then I found the effects sort of tailed off. So mm-hmm. whether it was a case of you know I should take it for a short period, stop, take it again, and stop, I don't really know. But uh, I found that the effects started to tail off, um, and in the end, I didn't really have the same effect. Um, sort of eight weeks down the line that I did, you know, on the very first week. Um, yeah. I, I have since, um, not saying I've tried a few things, but I have actually looked into it a bit more and um, I'm still looking into it. It's not something that I've totally dismissed now, but yes. Yeah. There's, there's a really good one if you can get hold of it. Um, the brand name is called ProVigil and it's the act the act the ingredient is is called modafinil oh yes and modafinil. this this one i used to be able to get hold of that in thailand yeah. um in in the pharmacy there could you get anything over there mate yes exactly and, <laughs> and uh damn the doctors they won't give it to me over here no. and it's originally for narcolepsy but um it the, the studies have shown that you know a lot of people take it like pilots and high-end right, yeah. people you know, st- uh, people that are studying or lecturers and stuff like that and it just focuses in the brain. It's very much, if you've seen the film, yeah. um, Limitless. Yes. Yeah. That's what it does. It's the yeah. real life version of that. Yeah. Um, you know, people like Tim Ferriss talk about this quite a lot, yeah. you know, and how 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 these nootropics work. Um, and it's that's that's quite a bit more of a serious one, but um yeah. it bloody works, you know. And yeah, uh, no, I've heard a lot about it, I've heard a lot about the in fact, um, a guy that I listened to um, a podcast, uh, Dave Asprey. Oh, Dave Asprey, yeah, bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, I, I listened to him quite a lot, and um, uh, he talks about, um, well, certainly a while back, anyway, not so much recently, but he talks about talked about um, Daffodil. There was a bit of contra- bit of controversy about all Dave Asprey, wasn't there, with the uh, the microtoxins in coffee? And uh, oh, yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe Rogan said, oh, "We did studies. There is the microtoxins are in every type of coffee." That that put me off him a bit after that. Well, you, you, yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, I, I still, I mean, I'll, I'll have coffee uh, before, 12, before twelve yeah. o'clock with, with with my butter in it. Um, THC, uh, coconut oil, and the yeah, um, yeah, grass fed yeah. butter. 
yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll have that. Not every day, but I will have it. Um, but I think, I think if you're going to get coffee, you have to get expensive stuff, which is, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, they've, they've got make um, it yourself. Well, they've, they've got um, the one. Well, I get, um, I, I do get it online, uh, but it's got an analysis and report of actually um, the levels of toxin within the coffee. But yeah, I mean, it, it is, it is a crop. People don't realise it that. Um, you know, thing is, though, all, all coffee has microtoxins in it. Yes. But yeah. When it goes through the pasteurization process, that all gets eliminated. Yeah. So he was actually yeah. incorrect saying that. But and fair play to Joe Rogan, he picked him up on it. But what yeah. what's interesting is that you don't, you know, anyone can make that coffee. You know, if you get a good quality bean, yeah, and you can add the 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 THC oil, um, just from coconuts, and then you can just add grass fed butter. You know, yeah, yeah. But it's um yeah it's it's a good combination yeah it's all but it's all borrowed knowledge and then recycled and branded very cleverly but oh, of course of course but yeah. um but yeah it's it's good stuff i mean some of those supplements work mm. i don't a lot of people ask about protein yeah people have too much protein in their diet but not enough fiber actually mm. you know well you know 25 grams of protein per se 30 if you're a big guy you know leafy green vegetables is i've i've got i've got an interesting play on that though <laughs> because um i mean i i just I, I listen but the first time when i was going on this this sort of um uh, animal-based diet uh, there's, yeah. there's a there's a doctor that i listen to called um dr paul saladino um okay. and um he he was stating said actually if you go on an animal-based diet and you don't have um you know, vegetables and blah, 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 blah. Um, but you, you know, you have organs, liver, heart, brain, that type of thing. You don't need fiber. Now, I remember thinking, oh, that's quite interesting. Um, and he said, I said, you'll find out very quickly that actually you'll do a lot better without fiber. <laughs> and you know what, for me, it's been true. Wow, okay. I don't have hardly any fiber. And I tell you what, I've never been, <laughs> I'm allowed to say this on a podcast, yeah. I've never been as regular <laughs> or, 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 or the volume. <laughs> what can I say? The volume. Slow, slow down, Ray. Raymond. We don't want to get taken off the air by your outlandish. <laughs> the, the volume. But it, it, I think, I think what, what I've realized, certainly um, with doing many different sort of uh, food regimes, different ways of eating, mm. is one size doesn't fit all. Right, and I, I know people say, "Oh, we're all the same," but no, I don't think we are actually. Depends where uh, you're from as well. Yeah, yeah, your your background, your heritage, and so on. Yeah. Um, but certainly, yeah. certainly for me, um, if, if I have uh, a lot of veg and things like that, I get get terrible problems. I mean, pulses. I don't digest pulses at all. I know people have problems generally with things like pulses, but yeah. for me, it, it's just a no no. Um, and when you consider, you know, Afro Caribbeans and Asians have problems right, with, yeah. with milk mm, yeah. um, and digesting milk then yeah. you know there, there is a difference there between you know um certain uh, ethnicities around the world so yeah yeah there, there is there is a lot of there are theories about you know why mm. the intestinal tract is so long in a, in a human being mm. and then why it's so short in a carnival mm. right yeah. and why we have molars you know mm. These yeah. are all molars. And people go, well, what about the front eye teeth? Well, yeah, you look at a, a primate, they do that yeah. to peel fruit like yeah. bananas, which is what we used to do. Um, so there is that biological yeah. theory behind it. 
but the fact is nobody really knows um, because we weren't there. We can only yeah. theorize that somewhat we used to eat raw meat and we accidentally dropped it on a fire one day and they went, oh, it tastes even better when it's cooked and I can eat more of it. Yeah, and then yeah. there was, that's when the the brain started to grow and then you get into all sorts of theories about evolution and how, you know, paleontologists think yeah, yeah. the evolution of – but you're right, It's I think it's to do with geography and thousands of years of evolution, which is why certain groups like in Asia got used to eating what they eat but that happened over a long time and their body would change to that the only thing i would say of course it's better to just eat balanced you know carbs yeah. protein vegetables try and have some fruit now and again and i think you can't go wrong really you know yeah and, and also i i i i mean again i said this on previous podcasts for, for me we, we've forgotten how to listen to our bodies yeah. I think that's that's the thing as well, is that sometimes you might eat something and then three hours later you think, oh, I've got a bit of a, bit of a tummy oh. ache. But but then you don't associate that with what you've eaten three hours before, whereas you, yeah. you should think, well, what did I eat? Um, something's yeah. not agreeing with me. And I think listening to your body, uh, not not just, you know, if your tummy hurts, but also uh, yeah. eating something, you know, if you're into physical training and fitness and you've eaten something, you think, well, actually, yeah, Crumbsy, I feel really strong. I can, you know, I can, I, I seem to be able to to go on a bit longer here or whatever. Then, yeah. you know, that that must be, or, well, I don't say it must be, but it could be something to do with, you know, what you've eaten and maybe analysing that. But I think we've lost that that ability generally to listen to our bodies um, because a lot of people are in a constant state of, well, I don't feel very well anyway. <laughs> Yeah, there, there is there is a theory like you know eat you know don't eat anything with the face right or or just you know whatever grows on the tree or comes out of the ground that's why it's hanging fruit because it's there for you to pick it you know it's the, yeah. it doesn't run away when you try and kill it that's why it's being you can pull it out of the ground and you know it is good for you but I think things have changed we've evolved in a different way but. Um, yeah, I, I I just think balance really. Yeah, listen to your body. Some people say only eat when you're hu- hungry. <laughs> a bodybuilder is eating every three hours. Mm. Um, personally, I don't. You know, bodybuilding and that kind of thing. It's mm. the human. The human frame is not meant to look like that. You know. Um, well, well, no, no, and it doesn't because if if you look at uh, the few hunter grab gatherer tribes that are left in the world, none of them mm. look like that. <laughs> You know, no. they're, they're quite they're quite scrawny and skinny, really, and low low body fat, low body um, fat, you know. high muscle density. Yeah, exactly. They're functional, basically. Yeah. You know, yeah. they can climb, they can run, they can jump. You know, yeah. they can hide. That that is a functional person. I think that if you look at a lot of the MMA guys, you know, or, or a good runner or a good climber, they have that holistic body strength they do total body movement exercises you know where they use everything in conjunction kettlebells or whatever climbers climbers are people that i look at you know look at their core you know they're not doing hundreds of setups they don't need to because they're using their body in a natural way the way we used to they're not isolating and separating and taking loads of supplements they're training the way the body is designed Mm. to move and I, th- I think that's overall a healthy way to do it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, there's, uh, well, I'm trying to think who it is. Uh, I think it's the 
what's his name? I can't remember. I think there's, there's another podcast I listened to. He wrote a book called um, uh, Eat, Eat, Move, Sleep. Um, oh, you know, yeah. Try, try, I, I, try yeah. to cover those. But, um, uh, you know, just, just, just things like that, you know, eat, eat, eating in a, um, you know, in a good way, uh, making sure that you're moving in a good way, um, you know, throughout the day and uh, sleeping well. You know, trying to go to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time, obviously trying to catch some early morning sun, um, which, which is... Sun gazing, uh, bit of sun gazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I try and do a little bit. I try and do a little bit of grounding as well, take take my shoes off, get in the park, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, there's, a, there's a reason why monks walk barefoot, you know. Yes, yes. Even, yeah. even that they teach you how to walk in a certain way of contemplation. Yeah. The minimum yeah. amount of body language is assessed because yeah. it's a reflection of what you're thinking or the way you if you there's a trait that bruce used to do where he would walk behind people and, and copy their body language yeah. then he could you could tell what mindset they're in right so if you if you if you mimic primates do it if you mimic the way someone's walking you can sort of re, it gives you an emotional blueprint of what mindset they're in right uh, because the body doesn't lie you know yeah yeah so that's quite interesting. A lot of fighters do that. You'll see as well. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think also, also as well as that, the, the um, they they, rec- they recommend that, don't they? When um, you know, if you're in a quite an important um, mirroring, it's called yeah, yeah, conversation with somebody. You know, mir- mirroring their actions. Um, yep. During the conversation. Yeah. As a, as a tactic as well. I, I, I met Tony Robbins back in 2007 in uh, oh, okay I went to one of his seminars in Singapore and he talks about mirroring and yeah we did uh, something called a fire walk you know where you take your shoes off and they heat the fire up to over to a thousand degrees and you you walk across it you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah I, I I put my hand up and I said I'm only here because I saw you in shallow how um, <laughs> and uh, the film and um, banana hands with uh, Jack Black, and uh, he, he thought it was hilarious. But yeah, he's quite an interesting bloke. Um, yeah. It's a bit American. It's a bit PR. It's a little bit, yeah. you know. I find it but, hard, to, hard to listen to, but yeah, I know what you mean. Really, yeah, sort of talks and that sort of. Yeah. Hey, yeah. don't eat, don't eat me, Tony. You're huge. But um, <laughs> he's uh, it's interesting. He does the um, a lot. Some of the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with all of it, but I think overall he's good at what he does because there are a lot of people that copy it with NLP and life coaching. These, you know, I'm never going to be told what to do by a life coach who's 24 and he's got his own YouTube channel. But the good thing about Tony is that he did it organically yeah. um, and he taught himself from a place of truth. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's done what he says. That's why I quite like him. But um but now there's the trouble is it's like again there's too many of them well i mean ultimately he's a you know a motivational speaker guru whatever you want to call it um you know that he calls himself he calls himself the why guy yeah yeah so he 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 tells you why you're doing it because they don't like the term motivational speaker i know i know i know he does i know he doesn't um my 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 favorite (laughs) and uh, during during the the 80s i got into um uh for want of a better word, self-development books, if you want to call it that. I, I don't really call them that, but, you know, a lot of people do. And um, yeah. my favourite, actually, mm. and someone that I love listening to, which might surprise you because uh, he's got a very, very deep South American accent, was Zig Ziglar. 
yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just thought he was fantastic because um, I think it was the fact that he did a lot of his with humour as well. Uh, I found him quite humorous, um, and um, I think when you first start listening to him, you think it sounds like a, a Baptist preacher. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of them were Baptist preachers. Well, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of them were, but uh, I actually really, uh, really loved a lot of his stuff. I still got a lot of his stuff today on um, yeah. digital, on audio book, and I listen to it from time to time. Yeah, they were selling his uh, the Robbins set. That was one of Tony Robbins' sort of gurus. Oh, is um, it okay? Stig Ziglar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think they've moved. I think they've developed a lot more now, and I think they that, um, they've they, they've honed it. A bit like martial arts, they've honed it to a, a point where they've they're a bit more realistic with what it is, you know. No, I, I get that. I still like Zig though. I'm, I, I he's, he's always going to be my my favourite. I, I won't be moving on from him. He's got, <laughs> so. good, he's, got he's got a good voice. I mean, if 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 a good theory or a good yeah. principle or a good maxim works, if it's, yeah, it's yeah. if it works, it works. It's as simple as that, you know. Obviously, depends what works for you, but like that whole platform that whole sort of business went through a really weird period oh yeah definitely yeah um but yeah i think uh so, some of them are worth listening to there's a guy for people that might want to get into it to, to tim tim ferris he's good he did the four yeah. hour work week well, and, I've, um, I've, I've got both of his books actually work we can for our uh, uh, cook, um body for our body yeah um, for our body yes yeah, yeah. In, fact, in fact my eldest son bought it for me um, yeah bought those books and uh i've got some on audio as well yeah audio I, again, books are great yeah again i i, I like I, I i do like it i do like um uh tim ferris i mean when i very first started listening to him I, I did get a lot lot out of lot out of it i sort of went off of him i don't know why um i it, it didn't sort of resonate with me as time went on but um mm. it's certainly good stuff it's certainly good stuff yeah the principles are sound i think yeah. it we, everyone goes through a phase yeah um of of like absorbing certain types of people yeah and then what i think once you've you've got it you can take that box and you can go right i can apply that to what i'm trying to do yes yeah it's all about, it's all about context you know yeah i was just looking to see what I've, what I've got i was looking on my phone here see which ones i've got but i've, I've got quite a um uh quite a few of his i mean i still i still get um alerts uh, from him Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I His uh, every Friday or whatever he gives you five things to read, and that's right. Yeah, he's, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's very good. So I mean, sorry. Back back to I mean, it's, this is martial arts, really, because it's all uh, it's all about life. It's all about life. It's all so, linked. Uh, it's all linked, it's all, Raymond. It's, it's all linked. Yeah, I was going to ask you about you know, um, you were sort of you were sort of talking off air about perhaps some of the things you're going to do within. Um, uh, martial arts sort of going forwards um i don't know any ideas of, of how you might uh move move on not to say move forwards not move, move forwards because we're, we're just moving but what you'd like to do from from this place within your martial arts yeah well i thought I'm, i thought i was moving in with you you and alex we had a little room under the stairs and yes just... definitely definitely me and so De- Dexter. Dexter is my cat. Dexter lives yeah. here with me. I, I could be, I, I could be like Cato out of um, <laughs> Pink Panther, just sort of jumping out on you when you're not ready, like test, testing you. Oh, ah, no, I'm never not ready. Now. Not, not now, Cato. Um, 
yeah i mean like i said i'm i'm predominantly focusing on studying but yeah um you know and also i teach english and uh, those are my two main focuses at the moment sure um i'm looking for maybe somewhere to teach commercially okay. and i have i have been working with a gym where i've been doing mini seminars on striking pad work yeah. you know how to hold the pads how to strike correctly yeah um yeah. and uh, yeah i'm looking for for anywhere so yeah you know, um well, well we welcome yeah. I, I mean I, I, what i'll do is i mean i'll put, I'll put some of your details in the show notes here so um you know anybody oh. that uh, is listening to this uh, that might want to uh use any of your your services um sure or you know get there hopefully you know get something from that so uh yeah you know if you let me know um you know where people can find you and uh, how you can get in contact that'd be great Cool. Um, you know, absolutely and uh i mean we're sort of coming to the end of of this one uh what i'd what i'd like to do in the future uh is to have you on again and uh, wow. you know find out find out how you're getting on um perhaps uh discuss a little bit more about some of the uh specific uh martial arts that, that you you uh taken part in and you know uh, the benefits of of each if you like um sure yeah you know, but but that'd be get into really, it yeah, that'd be really, really good. Really, really good. And um, you know, it's it's been a it's been a real pleasure uh chatting to you and after after many, many years. Um one thing I find now for me is that mm. teaching youngsters in their eighties that are now obviously uh, a lot older, eighties and nineties and they're they're a lot older now. And all I'll say to people is that it's great because I've got students that have been with me for you know 35 years, for example. Uh, and now they teach me. It's great, <laughs> and, yeah. they, and a lot of them know a lot more than me, which which is fantastic. Um, and and it, it's uh, for me, it's a fantastic place to be. Uh, I've met so many lovely people within martial arts, uh, and managed and had the privilege and the honour to teach so many people as well. And um, for me, the, be- the most I've got the best thing I've got out of martial arts is the relationships I've made. It's been been truly awesome. Awesome. yeah i think there is a respect that that you like a bond that you get with martial arts which is very honest mm. which you don't seem to get quite with mm. other maybe other jobs you know yes yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really nice and it's yeah. nice when you've got that circle of growth where you can you know the people that you helped are now helping you yeah yeah sure no, that's brilliant. And uh, also, I mean, I really love, I know we spoke about it, we spoke about it briefly, and I spoke about it. Uh, I'd love to, um, once I, at some point, I'm going to make this uh, a visual podcast, hmm. you know, I'd love to do, you know, three or four minutes on some of your, uh, some of the techniques you think are quite helpful yeah. for people. I just think things like that, some, uh, some snippets. So, you know, we'll stay in, stay in touch. and uh, hope yeah, you do definitely. That. Cool. We're after, we're, you know, that'd be good, sort of deconstructing different methods. and Yeah. Um, something which can maybe help people uh yeah. yeah it'd be good to do something something with you guys sometime soon you know yeah to... definitely okay no that's that's lovely well listen thank you very very much um i've really really enjoyed uh chatting with you uh, i'm sure my audience has enjoyed the, the chat as well and uh, again if you've got any questions uh for uh, tony you know just uh, send them through the podcast or we'll put some information uh, on the show notes about how to contact him uh, if you want to connect and chat with him, uh, I'm sure he'd love to uh, love to do that. So. Yeah, I mean, um, nwn at 
podcast is on is my Twitter handle because um, it's the, no words necessary as the uh, podcast that I was doing. And okay. just if you just put into Facebook the Martial Arts Workshop, you'll see uh, excellent a page that comes up, so you can just send me a message there if anyone wants any kind of brilliant. tuition. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I know you do. Obviously, again, you do private tuition. So if anybody listening would like to. Uh, do some private tuition with Tony, just uh, either go, as you mentioned, to the Facebook page he's just mentioned. Uh, I'm sure I'll be happy to help. Uh, and thank you very, very much, uh, Tony. Thank you to all the Living Martial Arts podcasts as well. We'll see you soon uh, on the next podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Raymond. Thank you.